gentlemen. Uh, hello. Welcome back to Sexto Episodio <laughs> Part Duel. Yes, that's right. We've to been here before. Threefold chord we're podcast. Going. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. going there. Let's, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Well, I think the good doctor has experienced this. Yes, last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this with you already. Yes. It's yeah. like deja vu. It's the first time y'all have heard this, mm-hmm. but it's not the first time we've done it. Exactly. I'll let you all know that we had a wonderful podcast last week that you'll never hear. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Just but the four of us and the Lord enjoyed it mightily. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you taught us so much last week. We'll try to... That you're going to have to teach us I again. I probably forgot every bit of it. No. That's what's... Yeah. Listen, the technical difficulties. Let's just knock it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's get it. it over with. Yeah, we got. Yeah. We've got I to. think we've got this figured out. Well, Maybe. fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. There's yeah. been a whole new scrap of equipment and everything. And the right. producer's here with us, right? Yes. Now. Yes. Yeah. Which has not happened. Standing before. behind us. Can yeah. the straw That's just right. stay with this drink and just stir us? Yeah. Steve, can you stick around for an hour? Don't leave us. <laughs> Go. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're back. And I'm very excited to, to have our guest with us here. You're, um, we'll just start with, just give us your full name. Thomas <laughs> Mark Lloyd Sr. And like we've already mentioned, yes. our previous person, Harlan Keith Hendricks. Yeah, middle name guy. Middle name people. Mm-hmm. That's right. A- as am I, Mark. Yes. So I'm married it's a, to a middle name It's woman. a bit of a curse. Yeah, it is. Was there ever a time you considered going by Thomas? Never. Okay. That was <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a plus in the sense that if somebody calls you Thomas or calls on the phone and says, is Thomas there? Then you know they have no idea who you they are. They don't know you mm-hmm. at all. You and so up. it's, yeah. you know. Do you say no before you hang up or do you just <laughs> hang up? I'll just say Thomas doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Thomas okay. isn't here. Yeah. That's good. I usually just hang up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. There was a a question Mark and I talked about earlier of just the children. You've got two lovely children. I do. They're not disappointments in in any way, are they? (laughs) Not at all. I mean, just uh, they've been a pride and joy all my life. And now, interesting, I've got one who thinks they're not the favorite. uh, Yeah, but let's go ahead and put that to bed now. That's right. I mean, Melissa. obviously, Melissa, Melissa is the favorite. Melissa, you and Mark are co-equals. <laughs> She's the favorite daughter. That's yeah. right. And you I'll the be the favorite son. Okay. The favorite That's son. fine. But they are equal. I do not have a favorite child. There's okay. no less love for either one. Melissa, you're good. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, she won't worry about that anymore. Have All you worried right. about it, Mark? Um, no, I've always just felt. Uh, I've always just felt like we were loved equally yeah yeah right i've never worried about that you know melissa always reassured him he was the favorite yeah that's (laughs) That's right melissa gave me confidence that's right she still does that not as much okay it's less yeah yeah less often all right yeah all right so we've established you have children you're married of course lovely lovely lass how many years now y'all been married diana for 52 years Mm. It's a lifetime. So, 52. Yeah, 52 years. Congratulations on that. Tell us how you all met. Inter- interesting story. Actually, I've known her all my life, her life. Uh, I was at her, at her second birthday party. 
that was in the paper. My parents helped her parents elope. Mm. And so that's really how long I've known the blues. So I've known Diana all of her life. Now, we didn't date. It's interesting. She was always two years younger than I. And so in your teenage years, that was a vast amount of mm -hmm. age difference. Yeah. And so uh, she always felt that she was less because she was younger and not included with the older people. The younger woman. And uh, the younger <laughs> woman. So that has, again, that two years is wonderful now. Now, I already know this. I'm just saying this snapshot in time, this is an anomaly where you would have more left-handed people. Yes. Because you're left-handed. Yes. Mm -hmm. As am I. Right. Yes. And buttons. Yeah. So I'm the lone man out uh, at the table. And you're ambidextrous. Yes, but, you know. So we could say we're 100% left. Well, I don't but do everything. you're dominantly right-handed. Yeah, I don't you're do out. everything left-handed. Listen. This is our time. Okay, it is. He, he's in this his left brain. That's right. We're in our right brain. That's true. Which is never the lefty time. So that's this yeah. feels good. This yes. feels it does. This it's never true. happens. No, no, it never to happens. I honestly think that I developed my left hand because I wanted to be like him. I saw him do everything, mm -hmm. so I just started practicing everything, throwing, writing. Yeah, I ate left-handed because he did. He still does. So I, I just. Yeah. yeah, so I just thought, well, if he's doing it, that's what I should do, I'm too. I'm going to do it. Is there something you do better right-handed? Yes, golf. Mm -hmm. Well, there I you play go. Golf, play golf right-handed. That's because that was the only clubs my right. father had. And so I learned right-handed, which in theory is probably the better thing to do, a left-hander playing right-handed in golf. So it, it, that came pretty easy. I then developed the ability to hit right-handed baseball, softball, but not as well as I can left-handed. But with your racket sports, and you're excellent with those, you're, you're lefty. All the way. Tennis, pickleball. I don't even hold my pong. tennis racket in my right hand <laughs> when I'm resting. It's in my left hand. Do you, yeah. How often do you still play tennis? Right now, three times a week, and I hope wow. that's going to increase. It should increase. When I retire in... Four more days, you working have four days. Four working four days. Four business left. days left. Four, four business right. days left. So that's tomorrow and then next week. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I finish wow. next Thursday afternoon. Wow. 44 years of practicing medicine. Put a percent number on how many people here you think you've treated in the church. In our congregation? Yes. Wow. Even the ones that are no longer with us. Everybody. And let's, I, let's not violate HIPAA here. No, yeah, no names. No names. Just, We're just you know, numbers. Pretty much everyone. Yeah. So yeah. We, know we, we know everybody. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> you've... Uh, does that count passing in the hall and I giving mean, information? I would it count. Counts, it if they've benefited uh, your counts, medical you know, yeah. uh, expertise. I mean, back you know, road handoffs of, HKH of medicine, can't whatever. sneeze without calling yeah. me, so there's... <laughs> yeah. So Uncle Keith calls me, and I tell him to call you. Yes. He's a patient. Yeah. So, so he's a regular. Uh, he's a regular. Okay. So, who? And, and so many see you here, you know, at worship that's services right. for treatment. Uh, that's right. That they don't come to the I office. I could go into a back room and right. I could have a clinic right. probably every week. So you're really never going to retire as long as you continue to worship here because you'll be <laughs> I will be. I will people. be giving advice. Yes. Mm -hmm. And happily, keep... my days of writing scripts are going to be coming okay. to an end. But well, so we're not keeping the license for writing scripts. I am, 
I've got two more years and then I'll have to decide. Okay. I just got my license renewed. Okay. So I have it for 21, 20 and 21. So everybody, you've still got some time. <laughs> yeah, if you're that's right. This. You've got a couple of years, so get your request so, in. But you need to have a plan B ready. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. We need a new up. Well, they've got Tim, I guess. Yeah. They can ask him. Oh, yes. And, and, They're fine. Yeah. And Brent. Yes, that's yeah, right. that's true. That's right. Yeah. So we're they're good. Plenty to choose from. Yeah. Was it's going to be nice to retire. I it can't really even will. imagine. I mean, none of us, no concept. We'll never retire. We'll Probably have to work forever. No. So tennis, uh, travel? Hopefully. With okay. the COVID right now, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. much travel. We've had to cancel a couple of trips. Mm-hmm. Um, but hope to in the future. Yes. I want to stay in states. Diana might like to go out of states, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll we'll discuss as as we go. There's probably okay. I tell people there's plenty of things to do in the United States. You really never see them don't all. Ever need to leave this country? No, true, beautiful there, place. There's yeah. enough to do. Yeah. yeah, you got Hawaii, Alaska if you want all that, That's and then right. everything in the 48. I'm a Northwest guy. Yeah, I love the Northwest, but I've been up into the Northeast before, and it was wonderful. Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got a great country. I wish we would appreciate that more. Yeah, I know we do. <laughs> we do. We won't but, digress too far. But I want that. other yeah. people to appreciate what mm-hmm. they've got here. Yeah. Sure, sure, it's something special. It is. I mean, if you've seen the Grand Canyon, I mean, it's just—it's magnificent. Yeah. Is there a place you've been where you say that's the best sunrise or the best sunset? Speaking of the United States, that you—you uh, can't beat the sunrise at the beach at Crescent. Mm. They Honestly, are, that's my favorite. Yeah, they yeah, are pretty special. It, it's beautiful over there. Sunsets. Now you go out west. Um, Colorado's a beautiful sunset. Yeah. Of course, the mountains you're getting it a little sooner than you would anticipate, but it's mm-hmm. it's gorgeous because yeah. it's such a clear sky. And so Colorado's beautiful. Yeah, those California coast sunsets are pretty spectacular. Yeah, as well. I recommend them. You've been there a few times. <laughs> yeah, we're going out next month. Nice. For a week. All right. Presuming they'll let us get on a plane. Right now you can get on the plane. So, and get there. Only be a few of you. You're going to have to wear a mask. I, I've already prepared myself okay. for that. I've reconciled that. And okay. I'm going to comply. This is good. Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay. Yep. I like it. And it's on record now. Yes, That's it is. right. I'm actually going to bring two masks. One of them would be a gator mask. Good for you. So a red, I've got one for you. And a gator You can one. wash it and then. <laughs> so I'm going to represent. Speaking of the gators. Mm-hmm. We're playing football, right? Probably. Mm. Mm. That makes me a little nervous. Yeah, it does. I, I think there's going to be a season. I'm not sure how many games. I don't know if they'll change the schedule around anyway. They're anticipating, I think, playing the whole season. But they're, I think, anticipating a lot less people in the stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah. they're planning right now from insiders that I know or like 25% attendance. Goodness. What possibly. if you signed a waiver? I'll take my chances. Just let me in. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to – I would be thinking University of Florida would be having everybody going in there signing a waiver. Yes. Yeah, I think the problem is going to be the exit. Everybody leaving at once. Well, yeah. Really yeah. To, coming in and going out. Yeah. Everybody in that yeah. little space tunnel. together. Mm. Now, speaking of competitive sports – Doc, you're an elder here, correct? Yes. At the Glen Springs Road Congregation. Yes, I, I am. I, I, I appreciate you acknowledging that. Acknowledge for a long yeah. Time. Yeah. Sorry, we yeah. should have said that. And, and I right appreciate your service. Yes, That's right. Thank yes. You. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> this I mean, is why we have buttons. Well, thank you, Brett. He he brings us back. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just a good question here. I think. Who would you say is the most competitive amongst the eldership here? They all have their own competitive mm-hmm. nature about okay. them. Uh, if you've played sports with Phil, you better bring your game with you. Yes, I <laughs> because think we, we all know that. So, yeah. Phil, I remember my first touch football game with him <laughs> at Tim and Melissa's when, after they just come here. Mm-hmm. And we were out in the backyard playing. And, I mean, Marcus throw me a long pass, and I've got – I've got Phil hanging on me, he does. draping me, yeah. and, and I am, you know, over your back. And, yeah. and happily I made a one-handed catch, catch on him, which he was just infuriated with. Yeah, you know, and, the, in spite of the pass interference. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but, thankfully he's done it to somebody else, the yes, pass interference. I mean, yeah. 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 Oh, he'll maul you. Phil, he'll yeah. maul you. Hey, yeah. if it didn't so, get called, it didn't happen. That's true. That's true. So, so Phil's very competitive, okay. and I love mm-hmm. that about him. Yeah. Um, Mark is a quiet competitor. Um, If you're lifting weights, apparently, and that sort of thing, he will beat you, whatever weight you're going to have. He will. will. And with a smile on his face. I can smile on his face. He's got the boniest elbows, too. They're so pointy. Against him. Yeah. And you feel the elbows. They really are. I haven't done much sports with with Bruce, Bruce. but I hear he's very competitive and a a good athlete. Yeah, he is. So We, we watched him race down the side of a mountain. We know he can cl- descend a mountain. He's an amazing descent. Going up the yeah. mountain was a little more difficult. Yeah, I he's hear. a rolling stone <laughs> going down the mountain. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he can get after it yeah. going down. Going up, we had to work with everybody a little bit. Yeah, right. uh, there's no air. Yeah, that's a problem. We weren't quite prepared for that. Mm. No. Yeah, I remember my time. Prepare. Years ago, it was actually, what, six months before I had my heart attack. So it had been 20 years ago. This was 1999 in Colorado. We were in Colorado, and we're going up. Well, it was the summertime when this happened. The summertime. Yeah, we were out there in Colorado. So Tim, the goat. Mm -hmm. And this is where Tim got his nickname. Yes. I mean, he's going up the mountainside, and we're going to go up to 12 or something like that. and, And he's going out ahead of us, and he's literally running up the mountain. He's sprinting and then, up the hill. Then would come back and check on us. Well, Mark is <laughs> wow. hanging with me, and I said, "Son, you don't have to hang with me. I'll finally make it." And he says, "Dad, yeah. I'm not hanging with you. No. Yeah. I am back here yeah, just here. as tired as you <laughs> are." Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. You don't have yeah. to worry about being left alone because I can't leave you. Yeah, no, and that it's was pretty much unable. it. I mean, it, it really is. When you're at ten, ten five, there it's is real. no oxygen, and you feel. That you can't move. Yeah. Well, he was running back and forth, literally. literally sprinting, saying, "Guys, this is what's coming up. This is what's ahead." That's amazing. Yes. And then he'd go back and tell us yeah. more, and we were taking, you know, one step at he a time, sweet Jesus, to yes. motivate That's you guys. Right. Yes. This is yeah. what you have to yes. look Yes, we were, to. you know. Turn here, he was saying, yeah. way up there. You're going to love it when you get Well, and I told Dad, I was like, he's like a goat. He's like a, yeah. he climbs a mountain like a goat. So and that's. That became his And when nickname. we went too, he even made sounds for us that's right like a bulldozer, bulldozer sound bulldozer to push us forward yeah wow yeah he he's a, great a motivator he's a mountain goat yeah it's incredible yeah and then you had a heart attack six months later like <laughs> i mean and i, I we, blame him forever yeah that's <laughs> right wow, i didn't know that yeah, yeah. on christmas eve I knew yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah I knew christmas the day that christmas day christmas yeah. Where, I yeah, I was at a movie with Uncle Keith. Yes, right. We, we were, were out playing golf in the out. front yard. We were Joe, Gerald and Jerry. Yeah, it's like you remember. Yeah. No one knows where you were. That's yes. right. You yeah. know, it's one of those times. I was out. You know, I'm having boy, this is bad indigestion. Well, 
Yeah. It wasn't indigestion. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all came inside and dad walks in the room and he's like, Annie, I, I think I'm having a heart attack. Wow. And, uh, everything stopped. It did. I mean, it, it all came yeah. to a halt at that. And, and Tim and Melissa surprised you the night before visiting us. Like you didn't know they were coming yes. to the house. And so, yeah. Cause Tim was still in his school. That was fourth right. year medical school, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And yeah. so, you know, I got my two aspirin and we called and the EMTs weren't too happy with me telling them what I wanted them to do when they came through the door. <laughs> I, would have, I would imagine uh, doctors are the worst patients. I have always been. Okay. Kidney stones and all. I've been, it's been mm. a terrible yeah, patient. Like kidney stones. Stone. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Glad you said that. Yeah. You've had more than one medical event here. Yes, I've, I've had 12 kidney stones. Mm. And they are each mm-hmm. an individual event. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. And when you're a when, pro at them now, oh, when I am. say that that's worse than labor, then that's real. One of our sisters yeah. here, I think it may have been Jenny, Steve's wife. She said, some, some sister told me I have had a baby and mm. I had a kidney stone yeah. six months later. And the kidney stones were worse than the baby. Laura has said that she's had both Man, that's yeah. and she's like, I would yeah. much rather have a, another baby than and a kidney stone again. Seen that was yeah. quite an event so with Laura, by that. the way. Yes, it was. It, it makes it real. incredible. I yeah. am. Drink your water. Well, water. yes. Yeah. Drink your water. But I, I will admit a fault of mine here publicly okay. is I'm not sympathetic when those around me that I love are in pain. I, I, I always say. You're going to be okay. You'll be fine. Yes. Let's just, let's tough it through this. Rub some dirt on it. Yeah. Okay. And then when I found Laura just laying on the floor, completely white, but her lips had turned purple, I was like, this is a situation. This is yeah. not good. You've changed. So changed. Laura calls me, not Mark. Laura calls me. It's like she did. seven, six thirty in the morning. She did. <laughs> I am yeah, having horrible pain, like yeah. and she's describing the pain to me. And I said, "Laura, you're having a kidney stone." Oh, so that's awful. I go madly driving over there. That was your first, second home. Yeah, that was our rental. Yeah, your rental mm-hmm. home. And so I go in there, and she is. I said, "Well, I took medicine with me. Tordal is the medicine for kidney stones." And I have a stash of it, <laughs> just in case. Yeah. So I took it over and gave her an injection. I said, this will help you in 20 minutes. You will start feeling better. And she was in agony. Well, we're going to get in the car, and I'm going to take her uh, to the emergency room. So we hop on to <laughs> I-75 to go south to the hospital, mm-hmm. you know, five minutes away, driving lickety-split, slam Shut. Dead stop traffic. Dead stop yeah. traffic. Now, yeah, I've got somebody in the back seat yeah. who had been in agony with a kidney stone. Well, thankfully, the Tordal had taken effect, yeah. and she sat there for two hours oh my goodness. in traffic and didn't break through again. But I was so thankful for yeah. I was looking at that side over there. Okay, we were going to have to go down yeah, the side. Yeah, we're going to do this. It was rough. And that, that was only yeah. between 39th and Newberry. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was. And it's the worst, and there's nothing stopped. you can do. Once you're already committed at that point, it's yes. over. Yeah. Now, it's over. Now, Doc, how do we prevent kidney stones? Drink. 
Water. Okay. Lots and lots I, I'm and gonna, lots. I'm going to take a sip take now, a if, if you guys water, don't mind. Less tea. No, yeah. no, please. Let's please. Less tea. You, less tea. No, you guys go ahead and, and talk. I'm gonna, you yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Well, we, so we've established that. We talked yeah. about how we were totally unprepared for the mountain thing. Now, and we've made mention an elder. At, how old were you when you became an elder? 42. 42. And you had done some yeah. prep work because the three of us are looking at each other. Yeah. Thinking. There's so no way. We're barely qualified to just be <laughs> That's right. members here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Much less. How, how, <laughs> how are we deacons? What are we doing? Uh, I ask myself that yeah. daily. Yeah. And well, so it's, there was no accident. You, I mean, I know there were some situa- circumstances that maybe put you there, but you were well prepared. You have to desire. you got to want it. <clears throat> Desire. We have to desire the office. <laughs> you got to be a male. That's your first. Yes, that's right. First requirement. And then the second one is desire. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny story, too. But, that's a little inside Lloyd joke yeah. for you all. But, uh, we may tell someday. But, uh, yes, you, you have to desire. So in my 20s, I just started teaching Bible classes, primarily adult classes at, at Northeast. 20. And... So I was doing adult classes all the time. So if you're if you're studying John to teach the class, mm-hmm. you're going to know John. You're going to know the situation of John. You're going to know why John was written. You're going to know where it was written. You're going to know why it was written. Mm-hmm. You're going to have those questions and answers in your mind and what was the purpose and those, those things you do. And so if you do it over and over and over... Um, you learn it. I guess I've probably taught every, I know I've taught every New Testament book um, except Revelation. Yeah, and, and I'll say, too, in my experience, and I've, I've been here for a pretty good yeah. while myself, yeah. I think you've gotten better uh, as you go along. You've taught, I've heard you you know, teach, I can't even count how many times. Yeah. I mean, if we took a poll yeah. for all of the people that you doctor in this congregation, mm-hmm. who's your favorite Bible teacher? Your name would yeah. be... On the you know, on that list. Yeah, and you're right. You've gotten better. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite book you love to teach from? Yeah. Would you it's, say John? You, you know it's John. I yeah. mean it's John. Yeah, yeah it's and John. And your verse. Yeah. For people that don't know yeah. this, Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's John. Um, how he starts it out, how he defends the Lord, how he shows by argument that he's the Son of God is just, and it's apparently beautiful um, Greek. He was the best of the writers as well, mm. and he just makes a great argument for whatever argument he's making. Yeah. And so, <laughs> Now, that last part you said is probably debatable about the best writer thing. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is that? Peter? Yeah. He, he loves yeah. Peter. You know, I love he's I love my guy. Peter too. He, he's it, my guy. He's your yeah. guy. He is, Peter, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, no, Peter's you know, great. He's got the keys of the kingdom. Sure. You know, you know, key, you know, so, Peter I mean, is, I mean, he, he is all of us, yeah. you know. Hoof and mouth. Um, I mean, he he was good at that, and I think that's yeah. probably why. Yeah, I mean, insert he, hoof here. Yeah. Right. He was always doing that. Yeah. You know, blurting out an answer or whatever, mm-hmm. and then having to either mm. uh, reel it back in or defend it. Yeah. Um, but the apostles were always in argument that who was going to be the greatest in the kingdom, and I don't think they were each arguing for themselves. I don't think it was a twelve man. <laughs> Thing I think it was probably a two or a three man thing, yeah, and I think it was probably Peter and John. Four chairs up there, and where where am I going to sit? Yeah. Where's yeah. John going to sit? Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. I think it, I think those were the two that they were probably or, and arguing about, and I, I'm guessing that it was a a debate, and it yeah. may have been evenly split. I, I feel like in, in that they're pretty competitive between the two of them, mm-hmm. John and, and Peter. Yeah, and I think there's some digs thrown in there. Yeah, you know, by John. I mean, it's th- funny. I read that account of the when they went to the tomb on Sunday morning in John in yeah. John mm-hmm. and that w- when it talks about him being faster than Peter <laughs> yeah I just I started laughing out loud because I you always bring that it's up it's one of my favorite and, and Laura was like what are you laughing at? I was yeah. like Brett always talks about this it, about John just verses. digging into Peter accident. yeah and no. then he mentions it a, a second time a couple of verses down just like another little dig yeah. on you know how he got there first. I got and, there first, and I, and I looked first, and then well, here comes Slowpoke. Yeah, you know, behind <laughs> me. Right. He stopped to get a hot well, dog. And or you, yeah. while if we you running. always think about, it, he'll say Peter, and then the apostle whom Jesus. That's loved. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now that's the one area I don't relate to Peter's. I'm, I'm pretty fast, so I don't. You know, you are pretty. Quick. That's the part. that yeah. I don't think we relate at all. Oh, so listen, but, I, I've I've seen you run. You, yeah. You move. You're like you know. a dancing bear. You, yeah. You, well, you move fast. Yeah. That's what maybe I'm in one place. That's but you right. Move real yeah, fast. you know that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I feel like I'd have buttons run to don't the tomb play. Too. Buttons yeah. don't play. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Can we the Bible class growing up here? I, yellow eyes. Yes, I, I have such fond <laughs> memories. Share with us a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dick Wheeler. <laughs> uh, I love that man. There wasn't a thing that. I ever taught or believed in that he didn't disagree with, I think. Mm. He had to. He he loved to debate. He, he loved to debate. Publicly. He loved to disagree. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and he took every class that I would teach, He would and he would sit on the front row. He'd follow you around. Yes, he followed me around. Yeah. So we he would sit on the front row. Well, he had some eye issues, and he had to wear lenses that were colored. Mm. Well, they... <laughs> were yellow for some reason. It, it, it helped his vision and, and I, I guess the light hitting his eyes. So in a room, th- those glasses just were yellow. So I, I began. Caution lights. We all remember that. Yeah, that's right. And I used to call him yellow, yellow eyes, and he, would, he loved it. I mean, it wasn't. He responded. Yes. I think you told him to hush one time. Mm-hmm. You said, hush, yellow eyes. Well, that was, <laughs> we were in one of these classes over yeah, here. Yeah, that's right here behind us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of Dick Wheeler, I ran over him Wait. in a golf cart one time. Literally? Yeah. I mean, he was, he, what, eight or ten? Yeah, he was, but he, he was, was a, a golfer? Yeah, he, he was, was a great golfer. Dick Wheeler was a great golfer. And had every... I don't even know trinket or something that you would have for golf. He had like he had a golf bag. Like he had his own golf locker, right? Well, yeah, he had a golf bag that, mm. and he it had was a, remote control. Remote control. He had a little button in his pocket where he could guide the bag, yeah. so he wouldn't even have to push his bag. So he's like walking up the fairway with yeah. his bag in front of him, <laughs> and Mark and I, we had hit, and Dick was walking on down the, mm. and Mark and I were talking, and I guess Mark wasn't paying attention. I surely wasn't. <laughs> Next thing I know. Dick is right there, <laughs> face to face, what, screaming what was this because Mark is running down. This was club. a country club. I <laughs> ran straight up his back. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> his arms Dick, were flailing in the Dick, air. Dick is screaming. Yeah, and, and I'm telling Mark to stop. But Mark is and panicking. I got the whiskey throttle, yeah. and I didn't even pull off the gas. <laughs> yeah. 
I just no. kept going. And so Dick is now running mm. up the fairway. Oh, boy. With Mark chasing just, him. Yeah. But he got it back because Melissa ran over him. Yes, she did. Did the Let, gas get stuck? What happened? No. She, we were out, and Melissa got upset with him, and Mark was fooling around with the cart, and mm. she... She? I was throwing rocks at her. Yeah. Well, I was throwing rocks under the cart <laughs> to see if I, I could like Skip throw them yeah. under the Skip cart it down there. Okay. So and I tripped and fell, and I th- she backed over him, and then she's <laughs> over him, and she's then she's trying to put it forward to go, go over. Yeah. 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 She hit me twice. Yeah. Speed. Yeah. And so <laughs> on hole number nine at Gainesville Golf and Country yeah, Club. Yes. Right, right. And I, yeah. I'm telling Melissa, stop. <laughs> Dad's screaming from the green. Stop. Yeah. And she's like, what? <laughs> Just <laughs> driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so. <laughs> ben and I have to go over and lift the total cart package. Yeah, man. Off of him. And she so, wouldn't move. Ben can lift a golf cart. Yeah, Did she yeah. just freak out at that she point? Did, she just well, froze? no. I think she fully I knew think what she, she was doing. She was enjoying what she was doing. Getting me back mm. for the supposed favorite child. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're good now, though. Yeah, everything's it's good. All, it's all yeah, good. we're fine now. Yeah. yeah. We've put that behind us. Made amends, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit just about your conversion as a Christian, because I think we've got a, a Tapscott. That's right. We got a Tapscott story. Yeah. Um, I was 11, five days away from being 12. I went to a, we were at a meeting in Orlando at Holden Heights, which was a sister congregation of Jefferson Street. Mm-hmm. It was the second congregation in Orlando. My father had designed the building. He was an architect. Uh, and so we worship over there quite often but this was a meeting and james p miller was was doing the meeting and on the last night of the meeting i went forward with a friend who was bud tapscott mm. and for those chad's of you that are dad. paying attention chad's dad chad's dad chad's yeah. yeah dad so bud and i were baptized together i was 11 he was 12 um bud later became a deacon over with my dad over in melbourne so i've known Bud forever, yeah. Even over in Melbourne, that crazy. You ha- and you just found this out I did, recently. Yeah. Dad listened to the first uh, episode, and I went over there later that night, and he's like, "You know, I was baptized with Chad's dad, Bud." Yeah. And I was. Have we found Chad? I haven't. What about Rabbit? Do we have an update on Rabbit? Uh, Rabbit either. No. Are you even trying yeah. to find out? I have not Rabbit? typed one name in a computer. Okay. okay. So but I will. No I will. I will give I'm an curious. effort. But it'll remain part of this podcast. I'll yeah. give an effort. Yeah. The rabbit, the tap scott. Right. Right. I love it. Yeah. A perfect day for you. How does it, how does it go? What's perfect a perfect day. day? What's your perfect day? Uh, get up in the morning. Without no alarm. Without an alarm clock. Right. Without right. an alarm clock. You've yeah. never used an alarm. I've never used an alarm that's clock. Insane. That, that's insane. And it's 530 every day. It's been 530 every day for years. But would you do that on a day that you didn't have anything to do? I'm still getting up at 5, well, awakening at 5.30. I can go back to sleep, but I'm awake at 5.30. Okay. So you're every morning. to go. All right. So every day. A cup day, of coffee, maybe? Yeah. Or? Well, I get up, yeah. shower, then I have my cup of coffee. Okay. That, Wait, that's on a my perfect first day? Of three cups of coffee. If I'm, You'd shower on three. a perfect day? Well, a perfect day to me is going to work, because okay. that's what I've done for 44 years. Okay. So, What kind of coffee are we drinking? It varies okay. when I can have hills. Coffee, I like it. HKH. It's good good coffee. Dunkin' Donut is very good, too. K-Cups? Yeah. No, just their regular blend. So Okay, so you don't go lazy. You go full ground. Yeah, full ground, yeah. Yeah. And you're just black? 
black. Yeah. Mm. There's party coffee every now and then, but primarily black. Mm-hmm. It's all like mine. So you're waking up, you're taking a shower, you're drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. Okay. Then I leave for work, okay. usually about 6.30, because I'm starting to see patients at 7. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and this is your perfect day you're describing. This is my perfect day. Okay. Wow. See 30 patients. How many people include work <laughs> in their perfect day? I haven't day? heard people anyone do that. love what they do. But even even those people are like still have days maybe you want to get away yeah perfect day that's if, true yeah. if I was having a perfect casual day okay mm. maybe I'm getting up at six thirty instead mm. of five okay. sleeping in okay yeah. casual day and that's... I'm still having coffee reading a paper mm. love the Gainesville Sun and I'm primarily liking it because of the sports mm-hmm. and the Sudoku I'm a Sudoku nut he's a Sudoku genius and so yeah I do the Sudoku yeah. And um, then tennis. Love to play tennis in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Nicest time of the day to be t- playing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so that's that's a good day. Would a perfect day include a temp check? Ah, oh. <laughs> you know I see a green thing on your arm that yeah, says ninety-seven point eight. Yes, you've been getting your temperature checked every day. Every day for three months now. <laughs> okay. At work. I mean, this is a safety factor. We right. do it work, so everybody comes in the <clears throat> building, including mm-hmm. the physicians. You've made it every day. Yes. You've been allowed in. Every mm-hmm. day no. you have a temp check, and they yeah. ask you every day, uh, do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Do you have uh, congestion? Are you short of breath? Have you been traveling everywhere? And every day I tell them I've been in China. I got a temp <laughs> of 104. <laughs> and, and, so they, and so they don't believe me. Yeah. <laughs> But we do temp checks. Okay. But the interesting thing about our temp checks mm. are that they've been done different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the, what? the first what was an oral temp. Okay. You know, and and then they came with the ear one. Yeah. Mm. And so mm. then the Boy. ear one, and then they thought they got sophisticated, and they then they did the temple. One. I don't like where this is headed. Well, yeah, I'm there's only really two more ways of doing it. And one's <laughs> under the arm, and the other's a rectal. <laughs> So, and so I told them, so I I told them if we ever get to the rectal temps, <laughs> I'm out. You're I'm done. retiring, but early. there may yeah. be two or three patients yeah. I may send out to be rescreened. They feel feverish to be yeah, checked. That's them. Right. Oh man! So yeah, it's yeah. So no mm. three. So yeah, on a uh, perfect casual day, mm-hmm. the temp check won't be missed. That's right. No, it will not be. That's right. So my first day of retirement, <clears throat> which will be the first Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I've only been working three days a week, so I've already had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off for years now. Mm-hmm. So when I go to three days, or when I my first Tuesday, I am. Uh, that's going to be my first new casual day. You know? I'm not sure what I'll do. That's just going to be a a fun, interesting bridge to cross. Mm-hmm. So can we circle back around and something real quick? Is that Absolutely. Okay? So how you became an elder, I think, is yes. is an interesting story at Northeast. And we we love hearing the history behind Northeast. Because mm-hmm. we, we kind of grew up there. Was, there and, well, the, Melissa's baptism, we have to talk about it. Okay. Mark had been baptized mm-hmm. secretly down at camp, and we didn't know about <laughs> the it. favorite kid. Yeah, we were, yeah. yeah, so we were. Goes first. Did so, I not call first? We were called and told, and, I think, that. <laughs> 
Okay. You were about to be baptized. Was it Abbott okay. that called or Mark? That wasn't Mark. I, I forget who. I think it was a counselor. It could have been <laughs> Rabbit. Yeah. Rabbit. 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 Yeah. Chad. He, he's going to be baptized. What? You know that. <laughs> mm. And so we finally agreed. And uh, so he'd been baptized about a year, year and a half before Melissa. Mm-hmm. And Melissa was hanging on. <laughs> so one Saturday afternoon, she says, Dad, I'm ready to be baptized. Well, praise the Lord. So who do we call? We call our dearest friends. We call the pages and said, Charlie, meet us up at the building. You and Linda meet us up at the building. Melissa wants to be baptized. He said, hang on a minute. Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, Melissa's getting baptized. What about you? Wow. She says. That's how it was done yeah, back in the day. Back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll be baptized. And so. You're going to love it. Yeah. yeah. She said, wait, so Melissa's going? Yeah, I'll yeah, go too. Yes. Yeah. So we meet up at the building. I baptized Melissa, and he baptized Susan. Well, it wasn't a week or so later we were having a a men's meeting, a men's Mm, business meeting, which those two Mm. things should ever never be mentioned in the Church of Christ. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Um, Because they were horrible. Yeah. But we were at the meeting, and Zeke, bless his heart, see down. Hey. We got two new men here who qualified to be elders. You know, minutes our children have just been baptized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we need to put them up for an elder. Well, your grandfather was the other, mm-hmm. Gerald mm-hmm. Jones. Loved that man. Um, and so there was some debate there. Um, maybe one or two mentioned how young I was, just barely shaving, but... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> And Charlie's not much older, right? Charlie, I always thought he was 10 years older than I am, and he's really only four or five. <laughs> he seems older, though. He does. <laughs> I, when growing up, I just knew he was that Charlie, much I didn't older. say that. That was Jason and Mark that said that, by the way. Just, but, I was uh, just agreeing with Jason because well, I didn't want him to get upset with me. I don't want him to be upset with me either. No, I didn't want you to be mad at me oh, for not no. agreeing well, with Charlie, me. Well, Charlie, no. I mean, I, I grew closer to him in age as I got older, I guess. That's what mm-hmm. happened. But um, so he'd have been 46, 47, and I was 42. And Gerald probably was maybe two years older. Yeah. That's us, man. And so I don't even think he was 50 yet. So it was close. That's a young eldership. Yeah. Very young. This would have been one of your best memories at Northeast. Do you have something else that stands out? That's (laughs) phenomenal. Yeah. That was a a great time, that eldership. One of the funniest stories is your grandfather. Gerald, mm-hmm. um, we rotated um, who was going to make announcements. There wasn't any. There wasn't any list. Right. You know, we yeah. get there and decide no who roster. Yeah, yeah. No you all would decide I mean, like decide when you got we, there. When yeah. we got there. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And, yeah. Or you might get called on for prayer right there. So if you had the spontaneous prayer callers, what you had were <laughs> yeah. men in you the congregation. You, you, yeah. you had yeah. men in the congregation were. Yeah, don't just look staring up, at the floor. Whatever. Everybody's yeah. no eye contact. Yeah, everybody's yeah. head oh, was yeah. down yeah. because <laughs> because you would not because you may called on somebody just from the pulpit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we by then we were maybe assigning prayers as well. But you'd get there and do that, see who was there. And so this Sunday it was going to be Gerald to make the opening announcements. Well, we'd been back telling some jokes in the back of the building and. And they were some pretty funny jokes, and four or five of us were back there, and, and we were standing back and said, Gerald, you've got to go 
make the announcement. Mm, you're up. You're up. Well, Gerald gets up there still giggling and gets <laughs> up and is trying to hold it as much as he can, not looking up and making the announcements. And finally, by mistake, he looked up and looked right at us. And we're back in the back just <laughs> laughing yeah. hysterically. Mm -hmm. You know how mm -hmm. you guys do to people who are in the pulpit. Mm -hmm. These uh, guys know exactly. Mark yeah. won't ever look at <laughs> us. Yeah. That is. No, I can't. He's learned his lesson. Well, I can't. He won't look at us. He begins to laugh. And not just snicker laugh. Mm -hmm. Gerald has this laugh that cannot be abated. Yeah, and, that's right. And so he started laughing hysterically, weeping. And not being able to even get his breath, and and he's he's trying to get it together. Well, the la the the audience not knowing why he's laughing, they're beginning to laugh. You know that's a nervously a nervous of, yeah. laughter. So now there's laughter throughout the congregation, and finally Gerald, not finishing anything, he yeah. just waved at us. Yeah. Just walked just, off. Just, just walked out. Those and announcements, just, and those announcements did, were never made. They didn't get made. No. Yeah. They never got made. And I think Steve may have been leading. Singing at that time, and Steve had to get up to yeah. follow him <laughs> and, and try, young try to get the yeah. try to get the audience back together. And of course, he mm. was laughing. Yeah, and then and so that was quite a Sunday. Is that when Steve coughed into his pitch pipe? <laughs> he did one time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and got three or four notes, and we weren't sure which one we were going. To. Yeah, startled. <laughs> 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 How long were you at Northeast? How many years? I got there in 64, mm -hmm. and we all left in 90, I think. Mm -hmm. 90, it was 90. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 90. Zero. So, you know, 26 years yeah. at Northeast. Wow. I mean, and here we are mm -hmm. doing this. Yep. So that's 30 years here. Yeah. 26 there, so that's 56 I've been in Gainesville at church. Hmm. And no slowing down with regards to your spiritual practice. I mean. Well, I had to retire from one of the two, either yeah. the eldership or, <laughs> or Elder for being a months. physician. I know, so, you, I know you've had a lot of special moments at work. Is there any like special thing that happened at work that just kind of stands out of like that? This was amazing. Amazing? You, I've got just. I've got, you've got just you know, I've got some beyond dozens. I've got some great stories. I'm, I've had somebody ask me, why don't you write a book of the things, funny things that have happened to right. you at work? Because yeah. after 44 years, I've had some very funny things happen at work. Mm -hmm. And probably the funniest, I, I think I can tell this story. I, <laughs> this is what we want. Yeah. I had a lady come in one day and I walked in and there she was. Leg was broken, you know, and last time I'd seen her, obviously it hadn't been. I said, <laughs> what happened to you? And, and without, she didn't tell me, she started laughing. I said, what's funny about a broken leg? And she said, well, Dr. Lloyd, it's how I got it. I said, well, I, you can't stop now. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. you know, I'm peaked. What, what, what's going on? She said, well, my husband and I were out skiing in Colorado and I didn't know how to ski and so I was learning how to ski and he was a good skier so he was out every day skiing and I was learning on the bunny slopes she said the next to last day I felt comfortable enough that I thought I could go up and ski so I'm going up the mountain up the mountain up the mountain 
and I'm getting more frightened and more frightened. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she says, I got up there. And she said, I looked down and she said, I've got to urinate. <laughs> and I said, he, her husband said, mm -hmm. you're up here on the top of a mountain. Where there's no place to urinate. And so they're looking around. She said, well, there's some trees over there. So they crept over there. She's got her skis on. Oh well, you know, discreetly as she possibly could, you know, she's slipping her pants down to, to urinate. Well, oh she's in this position, and she got loose. <laughs> so now here she goes, apparently down the mountainside with her pants down around her knees. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And, and uh, she said, I panicked. She said, I forgot what I was supposed to do, how to stop. And my husband's yelling at me. He's trying to ski <laughs> after me. And, and she yeah. said, I, you know, I'm in a panic. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, I'm going down the mountainside, and I hit a tree and broke my leg. Mm. And I, you know, I, I'm like Mark. You know, when I hear or see somebody has had some injury and they survive, it's I have a hard time not laughing yeah you know i'm trying to feel for her but i'm laughing at the Show same time sort of compassion P picturing this thing but it's, she it's said tough. but she says that's not the funniest thing i said there can't be anything funnier than that she said yeah next day i was down in the lobby feeling sorry for myself and so i was having some hot chocolate <laughs> and uh, i'm sitting down there just all upset and here comes a guy walking in and he's got his arm out here and his arm is broken and so they began to talk, and uh, so she got around and said, well, how did you break your arm? And he looked at her and he said, you're not going to believe this story. I was up on the mountainside yesterday, and I was skiing down the mountain, and I looked over and I saw this woman driving, <laughs> going down the mountainside with her pants down, and I, I'm looking at her, and he said, I hit some ice. I fell and broke my arm. Oh. And then he says wow. to her, well, how did you what break happened? your leg? And she says, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you should have sold that to Reader's Digest. Yes. You'd have made 10000 off that story. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, right. that you is a, make that you up. can't make those kind of stories That's up. That's great. So, That's so funny. Good stories. You got a funny chiropractic story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of funny stories. Yeah. yeah. I got a good chiropractic story. Is there story. one? Oh, yeah. Well, I got one. I got more than one. Alan Polk was in all of them, but he's <laughs> – this one was he – was, he and I were always discussing chiropractic medicine versus medicine. I, and uh, I, I've got a story after this involving you and Alan, too, that maybe I shouldn't tell, but it involved a, a poodle. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> No, well, I'll, I'll finish this story. Okay. okay. So he was some, one Sunday afternoon, and he was always talking about chiropractic emergencies. Right. So one Sunday afternoon, he gets a phone call. Apparently, there's this woman in horrible pain, back pain, can't walk, and wants to see him at the office. So he said, why don't you come with me? I said, I'll be happy to go with you. So I'm sitting out there in the lobby. I didn't go back with him. He's going back there. He didn't take you back with no, him. No, well, he, you know, I think Hippo? he's back there yeah, turning yeah, on the right. HIPAA and stuff. You, you know, that's right. Hippo. He, he, yeah. he's, he's back there, I guess, turning on the 
x-ray and doing all what he's going to do. Well, here they come. Two guys are carrying this woman in. Mm. And so they carry her through the door. They walk back there. There's silence for a bit of time. Then I hear some scurrying and scuffling. And then I hear a scream. Ah! <laughs> and, uh, and then there's quiet for a while. And then there's some scurrying and scuffling again. And a second scream. Louder the second time. <laughs> well, th- then there's a, a pause. And here comes this woman literally hustling out the door mm, I, I mean she's mm-hmm. one one legged but she's dragging the second one behind her but <laughs> she, she is moving yeah yeah own. she is ambulating yes. on her or own or trying to yeah. make her way out the door and then the two guys start coming out afterwards well here comes alan out and he's washing his hands and he said see they carried her in. She walked in. She's walking out. I said, Alan, she is not walking out. She's trying to escape. She's running yeah. away from this you. Is, this is a limp run. Mm. I make somebody yell every day. Somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've, Listen, you've, you've come made me before. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Miserable. Oh, yeah, it is. Miserable. And I, the adjustment hurts. And so Alan was, not, Alan was not easy with. No. He was a Brahma bull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That applied applied to animals as well. Um, Dad used to tell me a story of back in their younger days when... um, Working on an animal? Yeah. Well, the Polks got a a little toy poodle that needed to be neutered. (laughs) And so Dad and Alan, (laughs) both being medical guys, said... No sense of spending money on we this. We don't need to take him to the this. vet. We'll let's take him. Let's yeah. take him out to the back porch, here at the Polk residence. I'll let you tell the story from here. Well, <laughs> actually, uh, <laughs> Keith Richardson was in on this because he's the anesthesiologist. <laughs> so I brought some ether in from the office, and so I said, "Okay, Keith, put some ether." over this dog's nose and this knock him happening. out. This so this, this happened. This happened. And so, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention to the dog. I just, I thought he was dog, so I could just turn him over and tie off and boom. Well, no, the, the poodle <laughs> is still internal as a poodle. <laughs> That's a so, so I had to, I made a cut down oh boy. and found the first testicle okay. <laughs> and and tied it off removed it this is fine well he suddenly comes out he suddenly comes out from anesthesia well he not is, enough ether, no, ether please. so i i'm saying to keith keith ether more ether more ether so keith just just puts it to him that dog just flops out i finally get the second one and i'm having to sew this one up because this didn't go well <laughs> well, I checked the dog. <laughs> well, he's he's not breathing. I mean, mm. and so here oh, I am nervous. giving this dog mouth to mouth and pumping on nose to nose and mouth and, snout. And, right. And pumping on his chest. You weren't gonna lose him. No, I couldn't. I yeah. mean I might oh. oh 
my children and his children. Yeah. Oh, this was going to be terrible. I so I, I, I resuscitated that dog. Mm. And that dog would never have a, another thing to do with no, me. No, he the never regret, came around you He again. would not no. come around never. me. They remember you. They remember He would never Goodness. come around me again. <laughs> so good. It's so you, you neutered a dog. <laughs> a poodle. Yes. A poodle. <laughs> poodle. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. it shouldn't have been hard, but it, it, actually it was more difficult than I would have thought. Aren't they supposed to wait until a, a certain age, well, right? Isn't you know, it, it, it was two chiropractors and, and me. And the, what and could the Keith wrong? couldn't handle yeah. the anesthesia. Well, you know, I, okay. Mm. Yeah. There it is. That's an amazing story. Yeah. <laughs> Happy belated Father's Day, gentlemen. Thank you. By mm, the way. Yeah. Yes. Happy Father's Day. I missed being here. Are we ever going to come back to church mm. here at the building? Um, hmm. Million dollar question. You know, we have a poll out right now. Yeah. Um, we've sent it out. And there have been 67 <clears throat> to date who have said yes. Um. There's been probably more so far who have said no. We've had some who have said no, but for varied reasons, some of which were personal likes or dislikes, and primarily it related to the mask. And so I, I think the elders are a little bit shocked at some of those responses that... Uh, that people are going, not going to come back if they have to wear a mask. So I, um, <clears throat> that's, that's been a little disconcerting. But there's been more people who've said, yes, we will wear the mask and come to the worship service. Do we have a target date yet? Has that been set? Well, we're still waiting to see how many people respond. Okay. Mm -hmm. we're, we're wanting... Um, probably to keep it below 100, between 50 and 100 initially <clears throat> for comfort's sake. Uh, we're still going to social distance if we do this. We're, we're still going to wear masks. We're not going to have the person in the pulpit wear a mask. We are going to have the song leader wear a mask. I, I keep trying to tell people singing in an enclosed space is as bad as sneezing or coughing. Mm. When if you sing properly, you're you're blowing out. Yeah. And if Projecting. you do that, if you've looked, they've shown a film of this that normal distance for just breathing is probably close to six feet. With coughing or sneezing or singing, it's eight to twelve feet. Yeah. So. So singing in an enclosed area becomes a risk. Yeah. And we're looking now, I mean, counties are starting to go back in again and say, are we going to make masks mandatory or not? Now, the, there's a huge argu argument, does mask work or do masks work or not? How do they work? And I think, guys, it depends on the mask. That's the first thing. Some of the Flimsier masks are not doing you anything, but some of the thicker masks are basically for the person who has the virus. Right. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is 
the person who has the virus is protecting the people around him in mm-hmm. case you have it. So the mask wearing is everybody potentially thinking that that person that's near them may have the virus. It does not protect you necessarily from breathing it in. Okay. It, it, the virus is in a droplet when it first goes, so the mask can catch that droplet. Once it gets out into the air, so it becomes its own thing. The droplet may disappear. The, uh, the water may disappear, and, and then you just have the virus. So it can get through, except for the MK95. Mm-hmm. But, so, but it is protective for those people who have potentially the virus. Maybe no symptoms, but they have the virus. So to me, you can argue the, the mask or not, but I look at a Christian should have the attitudes of humility, kindness, and compassion. So if you have those three, why would you argue whether I should wear a mask or not? Because most of the people around you are feeling that you should. My question would be, where would the Apostle Paul be on this? Would he wear a mask or wouldn't he? I mean, I can't imagine. All things to all people. Yeah, Yeah. I can't imagine Paul saying in my own personal belief is that this means nothing. It's not helping anything. This is a hoax. I'm not wearing that mask. And you're not going to make me wear that mask. Can you see the Apostle Paul acting like that? And talking like that. I, I don't. So I, I'm saying <laughs> if we're going to meet. Would he maybe say the weak in faith wear the mask? No, he would say the people who are strong wear the mask because the, mask. the weak in faith think you should. Okay. For their sake. Mm. Yes. I won't eat the meat. That's right. We'll have vegetables. That's right. We'll go out and get a burger, the two of us I, later. I've that's right. I've struggled with complying. I, I have been one of those that have struggled. But that's in, yeah, that's a good I'm, I'm working on that. I'm, okay, so. I mean, I, I just <coughs> think that as Christians, people who should have the proper attitude about this yeah. need to take the, the proper attitude. Mm-hmm. And so if we're going to meet, we're, we're not all that 100% as elders uh, still comfortable about meeting. Now, we received some others, uh, emails telling us, well, you know, you guys are really spiritual leaders. You're not bodily leaders. <laughs> so, you know, I, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. We're, okay. we're the spiritual leaders. But right. so this has been unique. I want you to be concerned with my spirit and my body yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah. That's just for me. Well, I then, then, then this person, too, person did go on to say, well, you know, two of you in the, are in the medical field, and maybe you're leaning to the side of, being conservative because you are in the medical field, and I'm not going to deny that. I'm. I struggle with how I'm going to keep my kids distancing, you know, and chasing them all around. Well, that, that's what worries me a little bit. As a, that, as that's a why. Yeah. That's why we Small are. Kids. You're not going to meet more than 45 minutes. You're going to come yeah, in. You're going true. to no sit. Classes. No classes. Yeah. You're going to go out singly. You're going to go back to your car. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can control the children for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's true. Well, there's yeah. how it's going to go down when it goes down. Mm-hmm. When is it going down? So well, we're, we're still thinking yeah. after the if we do it in July. You heard it here first, folks. Maybe That's after right. the Three fourth. Cord podcast. <laughs> well, it may be 
the Sunday after that, not the fourth, but or the twelfth. Right. Yeah. That's Phil is gone the fourth. No, Phil's gone the fourth, and he's gone the twelfth. So we may do it the next Sunday after. Are we thinking like a sign up maybe? Well, that's what we've done now. The poll. The that's poll. the first thing. Yeah. You, so we're doing the poll to see true. who would, and we're getting some responses. Of Are people you coming? Who would. Did you respond? I put no. Them? You put no. And I put no for, for any number of reasons. But the cheapest of, I've been telling the elderly, <laughs> not to come because right. we're immunosuppressed. And guess who's He's looking getting in the mirror to when he says that? <laughs> that's right. Guess, it's it's funny. All the older people, don't come. But you as an elder, you go ahead and come. We yeah. don't care you're 76 or not. So I, I've put no yet okay. so far. Marky, what would y'all put? Let's just get it out there. Yeah, we we haven't responded yet. Um, okay. We've yeah. we've talked. Um, we are sort of uh, we're we're unsure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, did unsure. you guys reply? We did. We wouldn't know. Um, we're probably one of the ones Doc was talking about. Um, I, I struggle with. Um, not taking as much to account the short amount of time we would be here, I guess, maybe yeah. um, <clears throat> the masks and the kids and trying to keep them distanced. And I guess in my head, I want the perfect world back when we were here. And we may and not we, have the perfect world have back, back for 12 to 18 months, guys. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. may not. Um, and hearing your perspective kind of talk about it is definitely. We are we are still in the first wave. We're not in the second wave. Right. So, so we're still in the first wave after four months. My wife re- responded for us. What'd she say? We're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's only 25% of us here that are, yeah. I, I told Dad the other day, we had lunch, and I said, I looked at it from a song-leading perspective, so it's interesting that he mentioned that. I, I pictured myself getting up there leading singing, looking out to a room where everyone is spread out and everyone has masks on. Yeah. And I, I just thought that visual yeah. made me think, would I be able to spiritually and in the right frame of mind lead everyone in singing when I'm looking out and seeing masks everywhere? So that, that was one of my, that's the only thing I thought of was from mm-hmm. that perspective. Right. Well, we have one in our group, Zach, who attended services last week in Kentucky they had masks. They all mm-hmm. wore masks. They were socially distanced. And he says, hey, the singing is overrated. You, you can hardly tell the difference in people singing <clears throat> I've, with I've the heard, mask on. I've looked on YouTube at professional singing groups who have recorded um, live recordings with masks on mm-hmm. as like a, a small choir. It sounds exactly the same yeah. as when they and didn't that's what have Zach, it on. That's what so from a sound is. perspective, it's it not. Be good it's no yeah. different. Yeah, it's just the visual for me. Okay. So. Well, we're going to all work on our attitude and our compliance. <laughs> and when I say we, I will. Yeah, yeah I will. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So leave us. We we started this thing. It's good to have an just, elder here to bring it's, us back. Around. That's right. That's right. This is one of our our, our goal. That's right. The yeah. desire mm-hmm. you want to. That's right. Talked about Father's Day. Mm-hmm. What would you leave our fathers? What's Parting words of wisdom for all of our young fathers, all of us as fathers. Mm-hmm. Scripture has basically one scripture for you as far as instruction, and that's interesting. You have a lot of scripture in Proverbs saying, listen to your father, uh, the experience of your father. <clears throat> yeah. But the passage in the, uh, 
New Testament is, fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but raise them up in the admonition uh, and teaching of the Lord. So I, I see at least two um, things that the father should be doing with a family, and discipline is one of those. And it's a type of discipline that's not supposed to create wrath in your children or significantly sustained anger. I think that's what <clears throat> wrath is. Um, so there has to be some positive disciplining going on with your children, and I think that can be done. Uh, certainly, Proverbs tells us not to spare the rod and spoil the child. So I do believe, old school, that that uh, corporal punishment is in order at times, but I think the Lord made the bottom and the hand fit very perfectly together. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you have to be leaving Location. marks all over the, the child Location. to, to uh, prove your worth or lack of worth, but I still think discipline is in order. But, but, but the biggest thing that a father should be doing is a spiritual leader of his family, and that's critical. Uh, you watch movies with your children, you play with your children. Mm-hmm. How many young fathers of this congregation spend time in the Bible with their children? And the, one of the easiest ways of doing that is, is your lessons on Sunday morning and Wednesday night. Help the child prepare the lessons. Mm-hmm. Spend an hour with the child going over those lessons, uh, reading the Bible with them on those lessons, helping them answer the questions. You let them answer the questions, not you. But if you did that, that's two hours a week. Mm -hmm. I know fathers are spending more than two hours a week watching TV with their children Mm -hmm. and, and, and doing those kind of things with their children, throwing the ball with their children, doing those things, and those are great. There's time together. But why neglect the spiritual part when that is, that Mm -hmm. is critical. Children who are brought up that way, Proverbs tells us, has a pretty good chance of staying in that way. It's a maxim. It's not 100%. Uh, My parents, I think, raised my brother the same way they raised me, and he's not a member of the church. I am. Um, And so it's not 100%. But you still do the best you can as far as raising your children uh, and, and teaching them the Word and being in the Word with them. But it's just loving your children, just spending time with them. Um, you got to be a good husband in front of your children because what example are they going to see as far as what kind of husband or wife they're going to be someday? They have seen you two, mm-hmm. your yeah. wife and you're in you and how you behaved. And then what do they see as their example? Well, this is how mom and dad did it. Right. And if it's screaming and hollering and yelling and all the time, guess what the children are going to be doing? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And so you're leaving examples to those children. So that's what I'd be telling the young fathers. Wisdom. Yeah. Spoken. Yeah. Right. I'm always so much better after these casts mm-hmm. thank you i enjoyed it again yes this, thanks for doing this, it with us again yeah thank you this Super may great. have been as good as the first one i'm not <laughs> no one will ever know no, no. See, everyone this <laughs> no. will be the greatest <laughs> that's one. right yeah and again to buttons and to steve yeah. thank you for just everything you guys do yeah making us sound I, better checked out so you remembered everything 
that he was doing, right? I, I'm not going to commit to that on okay. the podcast. I will hope that. Fingers crossed. Then yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Or, you know. But this right. was fantastic. I mean, we got four mics this time. We had yeah. one last time. Yeah. We got a much bigger box Scarlet. in the middle Jesus. of the. This yeah. is our new, I mean, color, lady. color coded cords now. Yeah, I mean, this, I mean, this, this is professional. This is uptown. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. But thanks for coming in. Yeah. I loved, loved it. it. We loved it. It's great. It was fantastic. Gentlemen, uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Tell them who's on next, Chip. So yeah. our next one, and we're going to just reconfirm this because we had to kind of push things back, but we're looking forward to having the Kleins. Yeah. Matt and Jamie Klein. Matt and Jamie Our Klein. first couple. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, first couple. Yep. Next week. Yeah. Going to have five mics? No. They're going to have to share. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. They share a bed. Two, they can share a mic. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Just and with that, right of, with and that, that, we say, we'll say good night and God bless you. There it is. <laughs>